listening to the Just Go Bike Podcast. I'm your host, Mark Wyatt from the Iowa Bicycle Coalition. And I'm TJ Jeskowitz from RAGBRAI. Now, this is that podcast where we talk about bicycling just for the fun of it. There's going to be tales from all over the nation, but mainly today we're going to talk about Iowa, post-RAGBRAI, Iowa, the apocalypse happened. <laughs> it certainly did. What a great week. Yeah. And, and uh, Mark and I are joined by Andrea Parrott, also known as Parrot Talk on Hello. these airwaves. <laughs> and uh, it, AP was not riding this year's RAGBRAI, but but both her and I were working RAGBRAI. And Mark had the pleasure of riding slash working RAGBRAI, I would right. say. You know, I haven't, it's, I haven't integrated back into society yet. I'm still looking for pancakes in the morning. I'm wondering if I missed a turn because there's nobody else on a bike around me. Uh, I'm still uh, missing the fun. Yeah, so I, You hear those stories like, you know, they're turning their heads looking for the Bloody Mary cart coming through the office <laughs> and, you know, the... Uh, just different things like that. You know, it's it's 8 o'clock in the morning, and I would have had, you know, already, you know, 15 miles on my bike. So there, there's a lot of things. I, I, there's a, a term for it, I think, you know, life after Ragbri syndrome or or something like that. I, I, yeah. Schmods, or I don't know what they call it, but but so, <laughs> something along that line. But uh, it, it is real, because yeah. even if you're working, it, it's hard to come back to reality. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And reality is not as fun as Ragbri. Yeah. I, I, I mean, it does immerse you for a week. And you're, you know, I get the news again. I didn't, you know, you check out for a week. You don't have to check your email and Facebook and all that stuff. It's happening right in front of you. Yeah. So what was your impressions, AP? You're you're kind of behind the scenes in a trailer looking down upon yeah. people. Just give me uh, a couple of words that you would describe this week as. Well, first of all, I would like to say that in the reintegration topic, we all are, since you can't see us, we're all wearing normal civilian clothes and relatively clean shaven. So we have that going for yeah. us. <laughs> and it did take me about five minutes to remember how to type on a keyboard when I got back into the office on Monday. So, you know, just hang in there. It'll come back. But as far as how the week went for me, um, it was about 100 out of 100 for me. The weather was exemplary. Um, the customers were happy, um, which is what we want. Um, and you just really couldn't ask for more. Our trailers were sitting on the Mississippi on the last day and it was just glorious. Good. Good. Yeah. Mark, a couple of words to describe. You know, you seem like you're thinking back a month ago and it was just a week ago yeah. when we were in Ottawa. Um, here's one of the fun things I'll lead with this cause I think it was fun. I don't know how many, uh, uh selfies and introductions that I had, because of this podcast yeah. mm-hmm. that was really incredible to me in fact i'll i'll shout out there was a woman on team lanning who uh i just stopped on the side of the road and i'm sitting there chatting with jennifer and she says wait a minute you're famous i know that voice uh, that's and awesome. uh, of course when somebody says you're famous i always look behind me she <laughs> says no you and she knew me from the podcast there was uh, there was another guy that came up to me in ottawa um, who said I binge listened to the podcast oh. all the way from San Francisco to get to Very Iowa. Cool. Um, and then I think the best one was somebody came up 
and had to meet Jennifer and take her picture because I talk about her so much oh. on the podcast. Oh. Yeah. Yet she's never been on. Oh, so the she's now. How, do, how have we not had Jen Wyatt on the podcast? Uh, she refuses. She refuses. Says, okay. No way. I'm okay. not well, going to say something stupid in front of that many people. Okay. She's here in spirit, whether she likes it or not. We're we're comfortable saying stupid things in front of this sure. many people. Sure. Yeah. Yeah, I I just I've been 15 years, and I I would say it was the best rag bra I've been involved in. Mm-hmm. Uh, I rode one, been involved in 15 working, and when the temps are averaging like you know 80 degrees, or mm-hmm. or the high was 80 degrees, mm-hmm. you just gotta figure it's gonna be a great week. And then I mean, just the stars aligned. I mean, people were just smiling, laughing, having a good time. You know, really good bands, really good cities, really good, uh, I mean, food vendors. I mean, just everything was just spot on. And um, all those things that people worry about leading up to Ragbri, most of those things take care of themselves. Mm -hmm. And when it gets right down to it, are you going to have a great bike ride? Yes. Are you going to have food and a place to put your head at night? And and then to get the bonus, like, oh, my gosh, do you have a sweatshirt I could borrow? Because I'm kind of cold. <laughs> mm-hmm. That usually does not happen in our state in yeah. summertime. So February, yes. July, no. So um, I I don't, you know, you, you wonder, like, what do we do? How do we sell our souls to get that week? And um, especially after what we've been through leading up to that. Mm-hmm. I mean, we had tornadoes and floods and just crazy weather. Uh, winter was crazy. But to get that, that special, I mean... Ragbray is the magic of the world, mm-hmm. and it just uh, it, it just exemplified that week of just saying, "Wow, what a perfect week!" You know, and I think there was a quote in the Des Moines Register that said, "We needed Ragbray this week. Yeah. All the bad things going on, we needed a distraction to, yeah, you know, take our lives away for a week and and enjoy what we really know is real." Yeah, that's cool. And I, I do hear that a lot. People just like, "Wow, I got to go back to reality," and it just if Ragbray doesn't take you out of reality. You know, things like, uh, I didn't watch TV for 10 straight days. When, when do you do that? You right. know, I, I don't know what's going on in the world. I, you know, I can get away from politics for 10 days and not hear about whatever. Um, you know, those are really cool things. And you transport yourself to a different different dimension and Mm -hmm. it's a really cool dimension and and you get to ride bikes in that dimension and have fun and just just almost be carefree for the most part so uh to to kick my rag off right i mean we had the big expo in in ottawa and that was fantastic great location uh, perfect weather everybody was extremely happy um but uh, at the first stoplight in ottawa um, I met up with, randomly met up with, uh, one of my fraternity brothers from college who I haven't seen for 30 years. Wow. And the first stoplight, he rolls up beside me and says, hi. <laughs> and, <laughs> That's awesome. I mean, how can you do that? And what? Unbeknownst 20, that either 20, would be there? No, I knew he was coming and we were going to try to meet up that week, but yeah. we had no plans to wow. actually meet up and right away meet up the first Very moment. cool. Um, that's just amazing that that can happen in that big of a crowd. Yeah. The magic of Agbri. Yeah. yeah. So AP, you had a big tent going on in Ottawa. What was going on oh, under the circus tent? Big honking outlet tent where we sold bunches of <laughs> discounted jerseys, shorts, t-shirts, even sweatshirts. 
um, oh. at great prices to people who either forgot something or ripped a hole in their shorts or like just really wanted to make that impulse buy right away or, you know, break their hundred on us. I mean, it was a great, great <laughs> yeah. outlet. It, it looked like Black Friday for mm-hmm. a little bit. Like when, yeah. when the gates open and people start running after yep. that, you know, to save, I don't know, the $20 2012 jersey or something and it's like you see people running for Mm -hmm. stuff and like grabbing i was like uh but it it all turned out okay oh it was incredible and it was so much fun to just be in the tent and meeting different people and seeing Mm -hmm. everyone coming in from places all around the world and getting just go bike shout outs and it was pretty cool yeah i thought ottawa was you know what a great start we so different than the years before and that's the neat thing about Ragbri. I mean, the yeah. expo can be on Main Street USA, mm-hmm. widest Main Street in America. Uh, last time we were in Ottawa, it was over at the fairgrounds. I think it was in a barn and maybe around the barn. That's mm-hmm. how small <laughs> the expo was back then. Mm-hmm. Now we're multiple rows down, you know, several blocks and down side streets and the food and entertainment and all that kind of stuff. And um, I, I thought their entertainment was, was spectacular. Yeah. I mean, right in the middle of the expo. So really cool way to start. Yeah. And I, I just thought, you know, Ottawa hit it out of the park. It was a really fun setup is how, what I would describe it as. Fun setup. Yeah. yeah. Um, so yeah, we did, we did the same thing. We had our booth going and it was awesome. I got to go to the first timer meetings and oh. I lead those. And, and that was great to, answer people's questions and, and uh i have a i have a little script i have jokes that i use every year yeah. um i tell them we line up alphabetically in the morning yeah. i get silly questions like where do you start the ride at yeah. and and how do i know if i'm on the route um you know those sorts of things that a first timer would ask good and questions yeah great great questions um and then we get some of you know what's the gravel like well it's gravel yeah. <laughs> it's like small rocks yeah, yeah. you know and, and then and then things that kind of make me search my mind i need to read the participant guide before i go to that meeting mm-hmm. what time does baggage close and i'm like uh um, um you know usually somebody in the yeah. crowd is wise enough to say eight o'clock yeah um you know but to i love that meeting because you put it in somebody's eyes that have never seen this before in fact what do we got three, 4,000 people who have never seen sure. this event before. And that's pretty cool to jump in there and, you know, have that wide eyed look. And I remember those days. I remember you always forget that first. Cause my first full one was starting in Ottawa. Oh um, yeah. I think, Ooh, Gre- that's special. Oh, cool. I think Greg Lamond was there, there at that little tiny expo. Yeah. I remember seeing him, but you know, <laughs> but he was there thing. Um, yeah. And so that was, I mean, it's amazing to go back yeah how many years later 14 years later and kind of figure that out yeah there was a lot of cool stuff going on um and and you know you have those joke lines and and all Mm -hmm. that and it's it's funny after you get asked the same question over and over you know you you come back with some witty retorts after a while (laughs) (laughs) is it gonna rain i say yes eventually it will (laughs) yeah Uh, not, can you you know uh, they're like kind of stammering i'm like well you know you have to be more specific while well, rain today what what happens if i get a flat the air force will swarm you yes and they all kind of giggled but really that's in the real world that's what happened is yeah. there you've got three air force people on you there you know if you if you started to say tell me everything i need to know about ragbri how long would that list be 
You know, I think it's short. I think you have to learn it yourself. You have to. Good answer. You know, and, and with with my group of people that I've always ridden with, the wisest thing is to bring along somebody that's done it before um, and, and go with somebody as a friend. And they will make you experience it. But there's a million different ways that you can do that ride. Sure. And, you know, that's that's also important to keep in mind. Yeah. So. I bet you saw some first-timers, AP, coming up to the trailer. Well, you know, it's funny because I just remembered an incident I had while I was walking around at the expo. And they, a, a dad and his daughter stopped me on the street because I was wearing my uniform. And they said what is RAGBRAI? And I'm like, oh, what do you, what's your question specifically? Like, do you, what do you want to know? And they're like, no, no, no. What is this? Because we were driving on the highway and we saw these cars. <laughs> and so we stopped and we're like, what is going on? And so I kind of explained it basically. And they're like, this is the coolest thing we've ever seen. We're coming back next year and we're there bringing our mom and like all these other Very people cool. to come ride with us. So that oh. was really fun. Stumbled upon RAGBRAI. Stumbled upon oh. RAGBRAI. And they were positive oh. about it. So I think they'll be good riders. Well, I had, I had a lady come up to me and they were from somewhere Sioux City-ish and she tossed out the word bucket list. Her husband was, was going to ride RAGBRAI for the first time and they were having, I don't know, a little challenge with something. And I just said, oh, you know, hey, let me try to help you out here. And I brought her over and 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 she had tears in her eyes like that that her husband was finally going to get to ride ragbri right. and they were in the moment and just seeing all the people around them and it was just sometimes you take a step back and you realize that this little bike ride means a lot oh, to yeah. a lot of people yeah. and from from the moment you arrive to to your very first snapshot in your head of what you know what is seared in that retina of of what ragbri is or someone that's been on it 35 times. Mm -hmm. uh, it, it, it's something special, and you can't put your finger on it to say, well, this is what RAGBRAI is, because it's different to everyone. Right. And I think that's one of the cool things. One of the things we change up, you know, it, it's not the same old stale RAGBRAI. It's not mm -hmm. the same one that your father rode or, or your grandfather rode. Um, if you rode it the year before, you're going to come back and say, wow. That was awesome. That was that mm -hmm. was really cool the way this was and that town was. So uh, I, we know it's important to people. We try to keep it fresh, and we would never want people to say, eh, "I've been there, done that." And I, I don't think that's the case lately. No, no, no. You know, and and for me, and, and through a first timer's eyes is one thing, but for somebody that's been doing it for fifteen years, sixteen years, um, it's so family reunion like. You know, there's so many people you know. And I don't think that's isolated also to the RAGBRAI veterans. I think those, when you're out there on the route, you're riding with literally the same 200 people all day, mm -hmm. every day, seven days. I see that guy with the skeleton on the back of his tandem. I see that person with the dog. I see that uh, other person woof, every woof. time I'm out there. And I'll see them seven days in a row. And I think that's amazing that those people that you bump into randomly, you will see again and again. Sure. And it's all about friendships because yeah. we're all out there pedaling for that same goal is to get to the river. Yeah. So there's some people you won't see the entire week either that yeah, are true. out there. And yeah. there's some people, I swear I, I saw Jen Carlson from the winers like four straight days. Yeah. I'm like, that never happens. <laughs> like, you yeah. know, and it's like, Wow, and then I didn't see her for you know four straight days. Mm -hmm. So you know there there are those moments where you know you could just literally be off a mile and never see someone, mm -hmm. or you can see someone constantly, which which is kind of a neat thing. 
a neat dynamic. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So Anna was started off good. Uh, I, I thought one of the interesting, uh, I guess, headlines of the year rolling in was, uh, you know, are we going to not have any food options because, you know, the county's putting down these ordinances. Um, you know, Mark, you were on the bike. Did did anyone go hungry along the way? No, not so. Um, and it was exactly kind of like everybody made it out to be a lot of hilly well it wasn't even a hilly but a lot of curvy roads without houses and places to stop so it wasn't unusual um i'm trying to think where we had breakfast the first morning and it doesn't i don't seem to remember it all blends together but no i mean the towns were spaced out perfectly um there were vendors wherever you needed them someone um, told me they didn't break a sweat before they got to the next food stop and i, I don't know if that's you know, possible. Maybe the winds were perfect. I don't, I don't know if they were in really good shape, but it seemed like those, you know, seven miles out towns were, you know, not much until towards the end. Yeah. But, um, I know that was a big hubbub and, um, you know, there, there's sometimes there's reasons <laughs> why the counties, I mean, they're, they're not bad people. Uh, they, they want to keep people safe and there's some, some pretty good drops if you looked at those roads that drop to the river probably wouldn't have felt so good if you went um you know if if you're trying to back in a a, a van of of ice cream cones or whatever so yeah. so sometimes there's reasons and i i think all those first day towns i mean they had it dialed in mm-hmm. um, oh yeah you know ute and charter oak and uh soldier i mean we we saw that on on the pre of course of yeah. how how excited those towns were and then i mean they delivered that day yeah, and it was neat because Ute, Ute stands out in my mind. Of course, Beer Bus and Pork Chop were there in town versus being out on the road. And, and so that makes it kind of unique. But, I mean, it really held people in and, and, you know, they stuck around. And I thought that was fun. Yeah. And Moorhead, I know you went down there, AP, on the, on, mm-hmm. you can kind of sense that Moorhead was excited. Oh, they were so excited. We showed up on the pre-ride and they came up with scotcheroos and like five pizzas and like oh, the welcome wagon. And from what I understand, they did the same thing on the actual ride. Yeah, I went in there and it was awesome. I mean, they had, you know, their bar that was, that was hopping. They had all these people doing food, mm-hmm. scotcheroos. Mm-hmm. Uh, they just, again, they were so excited to host, even if it was was just the gravel loop yeah. which is several thousand people in their town uh but they were excited and i i didn't know is is a scotcheroo just a midwest thing i mean people are like what's a scotcheroo heard of a scotcheroo no i know oh. what it is <laughs> but but there was people like well what's a scotcheroo i'm like i'm uh, like uh have you been deprived this seriously? entire life without if you a... don't know find out immediately yeah. oh my gosh yeah you know i got some cousins from boston and uh they don't know what a walking taco was we introduced them to that and they're like this is gold. <laughs> we can open a store and sell these in I, Boston. Oh my gosh. I said, whoever invented the walking taco yeah. should win the Nobel Peace Prize. Yeah. Also, once be- again, be- Wikipedia, that one. Yeah. yeah. Because <laughs> yeah. It, it, Immediately. It, it takes care of all your issues in one, <laughs> in one bag. Exactly. So yeah. the walking taco is a great invention yeah. and, and it just solves all your problems. Really, the only issue is that it's limited by the size of the Doritos bag. True. So, you know, you have to go in no expecting that. But other than that. Right. And, Everything is perfect. And never skimp. Don't go get some bargain fairway brand Doritos. <laughs> oh, no. No, no, don't don't even don't go mess there. around that way. Yeah, no. just go, go straight for the nacho cheese. Yeah, Doritos. don't even go cool ranch. No, no. Yeah. It's blasphemy. <laughs> so so then we got to Crawford County, Denison. Denison. And you know, I, I, I think Mark, we've we've had enough discussions about the whole Crawford County and would we ever go back to Denison and um 
it was such a great time to go to Denison. And what they took with their opportunity, mm-hmm. it was fantastic. I, I thought Denison, the downtown, right there on Broadway, just people having a great time. I mean, that's what the opening day of Ragbury should be, a great ride. And then just, wow, what a great street festival going on. You know, I think people were surprised at Denison because it was a th- a thriving community. Mm-hmm. And sometimes, you know, in that Western Iowa section, you don't know how much enterprise is going on in town and oh. they were ready to go. The other surprise is, is what sort of a cultural community it was. And, and you know, we rolled in and saw all the flags of all the countries kind of represented in that community. Sure. And I thought that was really cool. And that was reflected, you know, you saw volunteers of, of all different cultures and you saw food and, and opportunities there I thought were great. Well, we visited that one office that, I mean, I, if I said we're in Manhattan, you would have yeah. believed me because, I mean, it was such a cool, I think it was a blue space or blue. Yeah, it's funny because it was blue something, but then the color scheme is orange. Yeah. So it threw you off, but like it was a marketing PR agency and it was full service and it was so trendy and cool. And I had a very special experience there because I got to hold a tarantula oh. and I think its name was Sammy, but it was uh, imagine holding a really small cat with eight legs, like very soft and fluffy and oh. like kind of dainty. And it just chilled in my hand for a while and I gave it back. But very cool. It was extremely cool. And they had a Corvette parked inside there. They which had a was, Corvette. Which was really cool. Yeah. So I got a fairly funny Denison story, but we were, we were camped, camped, and I put that in air quotes, um, at a house on the far north side of Denison. So definitely the highest point of Denison. So after that whole day, Jennifer and I got one more climb to go to get to the top of this. And it was conveniently near where the school was and the main campgrounds was. Um, and the SAGs were coming in to drop off. So we caught Roger, the SAG driver, with a, a van full of people. And he was outside his van moving one of the barricades so he could get a SAG van in. And we're friendly people, so we said, hi, Roger. And he stops, looks, recognizes us, and just sits and chit-chats, tells us all about his day. <laughs> and uh, finally, I look at him and say, Roger, do you got a van full of people? And he's like, oh, yeah, I could drop them off about a block and a half from here. Like, Roger, those people are angry at us. You go. You go drop yeah. them off. So, uh, and then come to find out one of our friends was on that sag as I'm sitting out there talking. So, yeah. There's, yeah. uh, that was that was hilarious at the moment. Good, good stuff. Yeah, Denison. I I just thought you know what a what a great first first overnight town and uh, good to see Dan Schaefer, police chief mm-hmm. there, as well as all the other committee people, just having a great time. But Dan Dan's been a friend for a long time. Was mm-hmm. with the state patrol. Uh, worked with him a lot when he was on the alcohol team. Uh, but uh, you know, I just saw his smile at the end of the night, as well as all the other committee people, and yeah. they just. They they knew it was a, it was a good night, yeah. and uh, I think people say, "Yep, Denison did it right." Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, next day was a long ride on paper. It should have been one of the toughest days of the week. We had you know all the way to Jefferson. We had some really strong towns in there, but we start off with some serious hills on Donna Reed Road. Um, I think probably the first town was probably about eighteen nineteen miles into the day to Aspenwall, and. Um, I just think a lot of people looked at that day and said, wow, that's going to be a toughie. But funny thing happens when you get a little tailwind behind you, it makes it a little bit easier. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but you made it up in that that slog into Scranton. 
towards the end of the day. That yeah. was headwinds. Now, we did that on pre-ride and had much stronger headwinds and about 105 degrees. Um, you know, this, uh, we were at 85, 90 degrees, and it wasn't nearly as bad uh, as far as the winds were concerned. Um, but people got to Scranton, and they're like, oh, my God, I'm tired. But then you add another tailwind to get you back to Jefferson, and then suddenly eight miles of tailwind, everybody smiles. So I would I would say if, if people remember that, they'll probably remember that headwind section, and then they'll smile and say, but the tailwind back into yeah. into, uh, into Jefferson was worth it. We had some seriously solid ragbride towns on that day, towns that could almost – be an overnight town, uh, man. They're mm-hmm. probably too small, but when you when you have a town like Manning, um, yeah. great downtown, the big Iowa letters over mm-hmm. there, and then that the ha- so cool. the Haas barn that's Leroy and Frida, mm-hmm. and um, you know they they had just uh, a guy named Brad Morgan playing guitar over there. Oh, yeah. fantastic! Um, there was just so much to do, even in a town like Manning, that you'd want to spend two or three hours there, mm-hmm. and you still had you know some great towns left and so it was kind of neat to see you know places like that and i saw a lot of people enjoying manning along the way templeton templeton was next knocked it out Mm -hmm. of the park this is one of the few helmet or two helmet off stops that we did um so so if if you're listening and you don't know about what this is you usually get to town you take your gloves and your helmet off you do what you want to do eat drink whatever you need to do put your gloves and your helmet back on, and then you leave. You rarely take your helmet off again. Um, but Man- or Templeton had the downtown area that was hopping. Sure. And then you went through a city park, and then you're at the Templeton Distillery. And, of course, we took our helmets off again and stopped there and hung out with, with uh, Brooks from, from Bacon and Berkwood Farms, you know, Keith from Templeton, you know, all the characters were there. And so it was two great stops in, in one town. Yeah, they did it right. It was, uh, I don't know how many people you can fit under a large circus tent. <laughs> but whatever the maximum is, they achieved the maximum in Templeton. And they had a nice little band going, a little country rock band, playing a little free bird and different things like that. So uh, it, I, I thought Templeton was, was a home run for sure. Um, lots of neat towns too in the, that that whole Carroll County area, mm-hmm. Dedham. Uh, besides the big massive hill, I, I'm not sure if that was where you broke your chain that one year, Mark. On it was. Dedham Hill, yeah, yeah. But cool little places there in Dedham, and then Coon Rapids was another just super super town. So, Knocked it um, out of the park at yeah. Coon Rapids, and then Scranton. They were so friendly in Scranton. I, I kind of remember on pre-ride, yeah. and then I went back again, and they were, again, just the friendliest people in the entire world. Yeah. So, But then Jefferson, wow. Beautiful ride straight into town. Yeah, Jefferson was, um, you can feel that something great was going to happen when you got into Jefferson, and yeah. that town was a buzz. Mm-hmm. It was people all over the place. You had bell tower going on. You had just just lots of you know people just milling around, and then obviously when it's hairball night, you the, the, <laughs> the people come out of the woodwork. Mm-hmm. Did uh, and it rained. It it did. No, well For a little I was, bit, a little bit. I was actually in the hotel, not doing well. Um, <laughs> we were trying to get food, which didn't work out. Um, but it rained. It just poured. For like two or three minutes. Well, it was like 20, oh, 20 minutes know. or so up. It went by hotel. really quickly in the merch trailer. <laughs> yeah. And uh, and then suddenly it's gone beautiful. Gone. Yeah. yeah. 
and uh, so that was that the was magic. Kind of fun. It's the magic again. Yeah, yeah, once again. So I heard the casino ran out of food. I'm not I sure if that's that. accurate. I was there when it happened. It was yeah. It, it, there was a little failure of decision making at that point, uh, but it's okay. But I heard bars ran out of beer. You know, casinos run out of food. They'll never run out of poker chips, so But but they ran out of food. You know, and we try to squash that rumor because we hear that a lot from. We hear that a lot from people that like to ride early and fast and get into town, sit around that, oh, we need to get into such and such town because they run out of food. Well, it's not really true. It's, it's pretty you rare. know, you can find food. It may not be your first choice, but there will be a food vendor right next door to that. So, yeah, yeah so I squashed that rumor. But, yeah, I was at a casino. They ran out of food, which is just amazing because yeah. they probably had a closet full of it somewhere. Uh, a neat little story from Jefferson. I, I went up and uh, Rich Osborne was was the little coffee shop right there. I think Green Bean Coffee or something like that. And so I popped in and I'm like, hey, Rich, how'd the day go? And um, to give you a, a little background on Rich, they wrote Ragbri one year and said, we're going to pick a town. We're not from Iowa. We're going to pick a town in Iowa that we want to settle in. Mm. And so 10 years ago when we went through Jefferson, they said, Jefferson's our town. And so they opened a little business and mm-hmm. th- they were disappointed that they couldn't ride Ragbri, but the people they came in touch with, they had probably four or five people working the entire, I think they said it was two 15 hour days, like in a, and just getting ready the big Ragbri day. And then the next morning was just, you know, as quick as people can, you know, three transactions a, a minute kind of, kind of deal. And I just looked at him at the end of the day and he was like, just whooped. And, uh, and I said to him, I said, riding rag is a lot easier than it is working. Rag <laughs> and he, he wholeheartedly agreed. So, <laughs> so, and I think that's true. So Jefferson. Wow. Great, great job, Jefferson. So we went, uh, in Jefferson, we joined the Daryl's for breakfast mm. at, uh, whatever the cafe, the uptown, downtown cafe, something uh, like uptown, that. Uptown. Yeah. I know where you're talking. Uptown cafe. And went in, had some pancakes and, and it was great, but even better, the waitress, uh, her name's Connor. So if anybody knows Connor at the cafe in in Jefferson, tell her we're talking about her. Um, she was hilarious. Um, and just, you gotta have that sort of laid back. I'm busy, but I'm going to have fun with what I'm doing attitude. And she had that. She, you know, explained to us that, you know, she got teased in, in school by a, a boy that thought she had a boy's name. And she says that earned me detention. Yeah. <laughs> you know, so she just had that sort of spunk to her, which was, which was pretty fun. And then of course it's, it's accented because we're eating breakfast with the Daryls. Oh, and so they're, they're a little bit uh, sarcastic as you can get, yeah. but it was great. It was Good. a great way to start your day. Good. So that next day we take off Jefferson Ames, mm-hmm. kind of a short day, you know, had a, had a nice wind with yeah. us again. Temps were perfect. I mean, we're going to go through some cool places, obviously Ogden and Boone were like two of the marquee towns. Um, but along the way, Dana turned out to be a nice little surprise. <laughs> okay. Town of Dana, 40 people. Aww. And they had like three yeah. of the premier food vendors there with uh, uh-huh. farm boys. And they had uh, uh, flipping flapjacks. And I, I think Breakfast Delights were there. So I think they have like 40 people on each of their crews, it seems like. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of kind of funny that one of the small, probably the smallest town on the route, had massive crowds. Yeah. And uh, Dana was a, a for sure stop. And people keep up 
they got their they got their breakfast fill. If they didn't get to eat with the Daryls, I think they were right. going to Dana. And so the, over Ogden, Boone, then one thing we missed the ledges because of the flooding, mm-hmm. and I, I think people just got to enjoy one hill that day. So in Boone, we got to catch the last song from the Spaceman. Oh, Ooh. lucky! And they played eleven to two, which was. Well, wait a minute. I don't know what time they played, but we caught the last song. And uh, um, if anybody remembers, these kids played in Ionia the year before, and they are like early middle school. So they were really short, but they play the best classic rock I've ever heard. And uh, and now they've grown up a little bit more, matured a little bit more. I think they've watched some YouTube videos, so they got a little more stagecraft. <laughs> they got some stagecraft, no doubt. And uh, suddenly, you know, they got wireless um, stuff on their instruments, and they're out in the crowd playing and dancing uh, to We're Not Gonna Take It. Yeah. Uh, so we got their finale song, which was great. So we caught the Spacemen again. Um, uh, really excited about that. Those guys are going to go far. Very cool. And then we had Luther before Ames. They had a great little barbecue place over there. Mm-hmm. But Ames, I, I, if I heard more comments on one thing the entire week, I think the Jack Trice experience of going into the stadium, the Cyclone Loop, mm-hmm. I, I heard more people say that was absolutely amazing, once-in-a-lifetime type of thing. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you heard that up to Trailers AP. Oh, certainly, because one of our trailers was just outside the stadium. And I'm a Hawkeye fan, and I just walked up to the loop, and it was still a special experience. And to see people riding around it and hold their bikes up and just grinning from ear to ear. I mean, they had the PA system. They had the big, like, electronic billboard or whatever you call that. I mean, they rolled out the red carpet for us. Yeah, that was... The only thing I'm disappointed in is my Strava uh, time (laughs) didn't hold. Didn't hold? No, man. No, I'm way down (laughs) there. Uh Uh-huh. Did Jamie Pollard knock that one off or not? I don't know. know. (laughs) So that was Jamie's idea for for all these kind of rumors that were out there. I mean, I don't know. There was a fake Jamie Pollard on Twitter at one point (laughs) saying this isn't going to happen. It was actually Jamie's idea from what I hear to say, hey, how about if we rode uh, a loop around the stadium? And the stadium is set up really well for that. So Mm -hmm. so uh, even even Hawkeyes, you know, like you said, they they enjoyed it. And uh, I I just thought it was just just a neat little uh, point. Downtown was hopping too. If you went downtown at all, downtown Ames, it was like five blocks of activities, mm-hmm. multiple stages with the B twins, um, mm-hmm. Brazilian twins. They were out there, spasmatic. So it was lots of people eating at all those independent restaurants. So I thought it was a, a you know, definitely a different feel than a Denison or Jefferson to go into a big city. You know, some people thought, uh, you know, what's the big city going to be like? But I think they had really great campgrounds. And mm-hmm. and a lot of those people at that campground just walked down the street to downtown Ames. Pretty you know, cool. Ames is one of the biggest small cities that you'll find. I think that's, I mean, they just got a real hometown feel. We stayed at Dr. Ketchum's place, uh, oh, Rich, Dr. Rich and Deb Ketchum, Locker. who uh, um, have been friends of Ragbride forever, the Geobike guy mm-hmm. who's done rock profiling and mapping and, and that sort of thing. So it was really great to catch up with them and see their uh, lovely home and, and just had a ball. Yeah, I missed them. Sorry I did. I would like to thank Dr. Ketchum for his excellent cookies delivered oh. specifically to me at the hotel. So Yum. couldn't ask Serious. for more than that. That yeah. is good. That is good. Uh-huh. Yeah. So next day, Ames over to Newton um, looked like, I tell you what, on pre-ride, that was my hardest day. I don't know about you guys. Yes. 
For some reason, it could have been the winds, could have been the hills, could have been fatigue, a hump day. Some really cool towns when you got Nevada and Colo and mm-hmm. State Center right off, bang, 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 right off the bat. But, you know, those towns were prepared. Lots of fun going on. I think Colo had 57 trains an hour go through there. and mm-hmm. um, But still, you know, people kept safe. Yeah. And, and the band tried to play over the trains, which was fine. <laughs> Spaceman played there as well. Spaceman okay. played there. And Colo. That's so but, cool. uh, but lots of cool stuff. Nevada did a really good job, as, as always. And, and then State Center, just with their, I mean, basically the center of our state. Right. Yeah. And so, a lovely rose garden in the middle yeah. of town. It was fun yeah. to see the bicyclists checking that part out. Yeah, it was, it was great. And then we followed up with Melbourne and Baxter. I mean, again, two towns. Melbourne knows how to have a good time. Mm-hmm. I think I think our favorite uh, story about any town when they give you a little write-up was they used to have an indoor pool in Melbourne, and a tornado came through and knocked down the building, so then they had an outdoor pool. <laughs> so, so, so that was like our, our favorite yeah. story on, nice. on uh, some of the write-ups. Mm-hmm. But uh, they were excited. They got to meet someone from Melbourne, Australia, at Melbourne, so, so they fun. were they were they were enjoying it, and and Baxter was a nice way to just kind of finish up. I had a nice nice chat with some residents. I just I think I just was waiting around for about a half hour, and there was um, just a, a couple of people, a couple of generations of folks with their kids in the, the little fire department swimming pool, and just just the kids were just having a blast, splashing mm-hmm. and splashing. Riders come by, so so it was kind of a neat neat way to go down to Newton. Yeah, I, and I thought the route into Newton was lovely. Um, mm-hmm. That was uh, yeah, a little more challenging. I yeah. mean, you got out of Baxter, you still had a lot of hills left. Um, but, uh, yeah, we had a great route into town. And yeah. Yeah, stayed uh, – I think we stayed right downtown. I'm trying to remember. The ones that stayed at the main campground, Maytag Park, was spectacular. Mm-hmm. Had this awesome pool, shade trees. You know, there, there are – People say, oh, the charters have the best places. They have. Uh, Not that day. Yeah. Okay. Maytag Park is just a historic park in, in Newton. And obviously Maytag was here for many, many years and the family was from there. But mm-hmm. their swimming pool in that setting was, was just special. And anyone that stayed there would say, wow, that was good. Mm-hmm. Um, the downtown was rocking. It was um, rocking. All of a sudden, you know, the one little blemish on our perfect weather week happened uh, Newton had to react, and they reacted perfectly. Mm-hmm. They they saw that some serious winds were coming in, and to just to make sure they evacuated people, hey, let's let's seek some shelter, and it was the right call, no doubt about it. Yeah. And probably about ten ten thirty somewhere around there, they had to shut down the festivities and say, sure, we need to seek shelter because we're going to have some some serious storms mm-hmm. coming. Um, fortunate for us, it kind of dissipated a little bit. Just got some strong rain. Not too bad with the winds, but, you know, again, they made the right call, keeping people safe, and I think people had a good time in Newton, no doubt. So we were watching that weather, too, and, and we had a home state nine blocks from downtown, which was great. Um, and uh, so we grabbed a pedicab. That was the yeah, kind of cool. uh, first couple times I'd seen pedicabs out on Rag Brian. I thought yeah. that was a that was a fun addition to it. Um, we stopped at this little bakery downtown and had dinner there. Oh my goodness, we had one of the best meals we've had on on that. And that's where we heard the story about Mariah and her little lost dog, <laughs> Muggsy. Muggsy. Um, so if you know Mariah, ask her about the Muggsy story. Yeah. I can hear her yelling at us from the other room. Yeah. Like just mentally, she knows. Yeah. 
And so quick shout out, um, Mariah, who works in our, our meeting town trailer and now her fiance, mm-hmm. Mark, they got engaged. So quick shout out, Mariah works in our, our office all year round. Um, but we're all happy for those two. They got engaged mm-hmm. and, um, you know, just, just wish them all the best. They do a great job in the meeting town. Yep. Yeah. Oh yeah. They kicked butt this year for sure. Yeah. Yep. So, okay. Next day up Newton to Sigourney long day, 68 miles. Well, it's long, it's, you know, in perspective, it's a, it's a good, good ride. Um, through some pretty neat towns. Again, we go down to, to Reasoner, Sully, Linville. That became the Karis Loop mm-hmm. uh, down in New Sharon. We'll talk about that a little bit. Montezuma, Deep River, um, and then Keswick, and then in, into Sigourney. But that day had a lot of towns to break up your, your long day. I don't know what you thought of that day, Mark. You know, I don't know which town was mispronounced worse, uh, um, Nevada, Nevada, or Sigourney. Equal. Uh, you know, a lot of Sigourneys, a lot of Nevadas. Yeah, it's Nevada and Sigourney. Um, little, I mean, so here's the ragbri thing that if you make it through the first two, three days, you're stronger. Hmm. And that's exactly where I was. It was a little hillier. You know, I, I've seen those hills as I traveled back and forth to Des Moines, so I knew they were there. And, yeah, it was yeah, no big deal. Yeah. No big deal. I I got to say this. We do the the Karis Loop each and every year. And John's usually out there with Ann, who, who mm-hmm. passed away this year. And the ride was dedicated to Ann. Uh, John was out there from 8 o'clock in the morning till 2 o'clock in the afternoon. Oh, boy. Handing out patches and taking photos mm-hmm. and doing autographs wow. and the man is in his mid in mid 80s yeah. and mm-hmm. um obviously you know we lost his co-founder this year right as the ride started with don call passing um and there'll be more to come on don as far as you know how we will you know dedicate something to don don't don't worry there there will be the proper recognition for all that that donald call has done for this ride but i i thought that john felt that it was his duty to be out there he's like this this is my ride and it it absolutely is john and i I just want to thank you i know how important it is for the riders to see john out there um you know, there, there's, you know, little kids that that got to meet you for the first time that are, that rode probably the first century because it was like 106 miles. Mm-hmm. As many people told me that my calculations <laughs> are yeah. off, you know? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Thank you. I'll go out there with a measuring stick and measure it. <laughs> it's okay. If you get, if you got an extra mile, it's a bonus. You don't even have to pay for it. So, but Karis was out there that whole time and it, it thankfully wasn't that hot. So, so Jennifer rides the century. I haven't ridden the century in a couple of years. So, um, but the fun part about century day for me is Jennifer leaves an hour before I do. So I get the whole, it's Mark's day of <laughs> yeah. fun. I get to do what I want. It's ice cream at every stop. It hall, pa- is, hall pass. I totally got a hall pass. Uh, yeah. Day. Very cool. And, and I just had a blast. Um, it really just took my time, run my own pace and, and it, I don't envy those teams of 15, 20 people trying to figure out what they're going to have for lunch. Uh, it's hard enough for Jennifer and I to figure out what each of us want to have for food. But when it's just me, it's much easier. The voting is quick. It's okay mm-hmm. to ride by yourself. People that are oh, listening yeah. in this podcast, mm-hmm. my wife does it that way. Yeah. She'd prefer doing it that way. Yeah, mm-hmm. And so Jody goes on. She's like, I'll ride one day with my friends. And then one day, 
because you're never alone. Let's, you know, you're right. you're you're amongst friends, and it's a different experience riding by yourself. Mm-hmm. And but you make all decisions. Mm-hmm. Do you want to stop now? Yes. Do you want to stop later? Fine. You know, there's there's no. And it's much easier to start a conversation. Absolutely. When you just just you. Yeah. Yeah. Sigourney. Great. People doubted. How does a town of 2,090 yeah. yeah. people pull off Ragbray? They did it with flair. Yeah. They did. They were, you know, I I, I walk up and I see Amber and Stacy, the, the, the two, I don't even know what you call the matriarchs of the committee. I mean, whatever you want to call them, they were so vested in this of mm-hmm. making sure that it was going to go off over their dead bodies was this thing going <laughs> to fail. So they put some serious effort in. They're wonderful. They become wonderful friends. They're both awesome people. And to see their smiles when their downtown was just flush with people mm-hmm. and people were just yeah. hanging out in the grass, chilling at the fountain and mm-hmm. like, you know, sitting on benches and, you know, all around the trees, reading books or, you know, having a beer or whatever. People loved that town. It felt like adult recess. Like you could just be out there and doing your own thing and just letting loose. Adult recess. Good. Good good analogy. You know, and we stayed a little bit out of town, so we had to take the van in and out to shuttle everybody in. And locals had to be happy because everything flowed just fine. I was able Mm -hmm. to make two trips, drop people off downtown. No problem. I mean, it was easy to get around in that place. There there was... uh, I could probably tell a hundred stories that is Sigourney and um, you talk about economic impact or things that, that, yeah. that you know, that little town, um, the guy that runs the grocery store, he goes, yeah, we do cookouts all the time. He said, yeah, I've been thinking about buying a big old, big old grill for, for some reason. he goes, Ragbri gave me the impetus to buy that big old grill. I mean, it was like a, at yeah. least a first down long, how big this thing was, it was 10 yards or so. Nice. So, but, just watching people in town, I mean, it's not just about those cash registers. It was about people showing off their town. Mm-hmm. They're yeah. so proud of their fountain. They're so proud of their courthouse. So proud of, of just every little thing about their town. And I, I just thought, you know, here's a town, barely over 2,000 people, you know, barely had a stoplight. And yeah. they just did, you know. And, and what what kills me is that people would write into the forums and say, oh, Sigourney was awful. It's like, how how can you possibly sum up your post in one word? Because they didn't have a Kaibo two feet from your tent. (laughs) But, uh, you know, it's like, I I cringe when anyone that take that, that posts something like that, knowing that these people were six months, everything in the world, they were just dedicated to making your ragbri special. Mm -hmm. And you sum up, you actually go and type in the words, oh, Sigourney was, you know, it, it just broke my heart to read one or two posts like that. Thankfully, in Ragbar tradition, people jumped in and said, what are you talking about? Sigourney was awesome. For sure. And so uh, it, it just kind of burns me when I read a flippant comment like that and understand that Ragbar is not perfect. No town is going to be perfect. And you know what? If you're not having a good time, lower your expectations. There you sure. go. Sure. Because yeah. that's what Ragbri is all about. I sure. mean, for me, part of the fun is 
if there's an issue, you it's like an adventure. You have to go with plan B or maybe plan C. And it's like kind of fun to go to different places and do different things than you would have normally automatically done. Yeah. So for me, that's part of the appeal. There's a problem. Yo, I'll solve it. There yeah. you go. Exactly. <laughs> Check out the hook one DJ. It's our return policy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, all right. So Sigourney, you okay. know, hey, we're that's Thursday. All of a sudden it's, it's Friday. Yeah, what, where did the time go? And yeah. we're we're booking it to Iowa City at this point. And, you know, we're going to go through some towns like, like Harper, Kyoto, mm-hmm. with no protocol in Kyoto. And all of a sudden, then you get just like the big three. You got Wellman, Kelowna, and Riverside. Mm-hmm. And then a little extra kicker, a little floater, and mm-hmm. you throw in hills before yep. Iowa yep. City. And you're looking at that day saying... There's a lot to choose from. This yeah. is yeah. this is like good stuff on on the buffet because yeah. you know <laughs> do you go steak shrimp you know yeah. I mean there's some good stuff. This isn't like you know chicken fingers and tater tots. Yeah. So you're you're talking some good towns along the way. And this is my home area, so I'm used to riding this area all the time, but not Highway 22, which yeah. is where we rode, which was really fun. Um, you're right. Uh, Wellman, Kelowna, and Riverside just knocked it out of the park. Uh, Hills has been torn up all summer long doing streetscape, and they got it done in time. Their city park was awesome. Uh, big high five to the Hills Billies. Yeah, <laughs> they did a they did a fantastic job. Cool. And then, uh, you know, riding back into Iowa City, they it was amazing. Yeah, very right cool. through the middle of town. I mean, they shut down the town for the route. All right. I don't think you could have put another person in the city of Kelowna. Yeah. Yeah. It yeah. was fabulous. I mean, they did, you know, and we talked to these towns. We give them ideas. We hadn't been in Kelowna in probably since you were in, what, grade school? Oh, it's been a long, yeah, I'm, I'm long guessing. Time. So to go back into Kelowna, we thought when we went through a pre-ride, I mean, they got a brewery, they got, they got you know, Amish stores, and mm-hmm. they've got, you know, Amish pie and different mm-hmm. things. They got Kelowna bars. Didn't see any supercharged, which I was a little disappointed in, but I'm sure it was there. But I thought Kelowna, wow, that was a great town. People will go back to yeah. Kelowna, no doubt about it. I yeah. felt like my dad summed it up in Kelowna. He said it was the best town that he had been into on Rag Ride in a long time. He was sitting on a curb, eating a piece of pizza, and a little kid sold him an ice cream bar out of a like a little red wagon. <laughs> and then somebody who didn't know him complimented his bike. Like he overheard someone compliment Ooh. his bike. Oh. He was like, "That was the best day." <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> that was awesome. Check so, check mark. Yep. And in Riverside, home of Captain Kirk. I mean, mm-hmm. you gotta you gotta like that. And they oh, did God. it right. I mean that. Yeah. That display, I don't know how many people lined up to take their picture with, with James That's T. So cool. And uh, my hands up. Yep. 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 You took one? Oh, Good. Yeah. I saw AP, you got a shirt from Yeah, uh, uh, I would like to my mom got me a shirt from Riverside because I'm A from the area like Mark is and B a huge Star Trek fan. And I would like to thank my mom for getting me a blue shirt instead of a red shirt because if you're a Star Trek fan, oh, yeah. you know that the red shirts always die. Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> she asked me what color I wanted and of I course. didn't respond. Yeah. <laughs> so, you should know. Yeah. yeah. Well, yellow would work. Yellow you would know. work, too. Yeah, that's like, the, you know. Yeah. By far the best logo and shirt, though. Oh, I mean, of the week, awesome. I'll give, that, that rocked it. I'll uh, give Riverside the it tone yeah, on that one. Yeah. It's been a matter of days, and I've already worn yeah. the shirt, so. Now, we get to Iowa City, complete different model. I mean, Iowa City said, you know what? We have so many cool independent restaurants, and instead of just doing all food vendors, go visit our restaurants. Mm-hmm. And, and 
they're used to, you know, game day where there's just tens of thousands of people going to their restaurants. Now, it might have been a little bit of a wait. I heard, you know, an hour wait at some of the places, which I would wait an hour to go eat at airliner or places like that. Yeah. And so I, I heard just nothing but cool stuff. I mean, some people didn't quite understand the concept, um, but it was kind of like that block party where, you know, they were going to shut down the entertainment at 10 o'clock and just say, let people enjoy what we have to offer here. Yeah. And I, I thought, you know, I poked my head in several places along the way. Um, it, it looked like people really enjoying the independent restaurants and bars of Iowa city. Yeah. It, it, I had to sleep at home that night and that's one of the toughest things to do mm-hmm. on rack, right? Because you have to get up and motivate yourself to get out of bed, your own bed and ride the next morning. But, uh, yeah, I mean, it was, it was completely enjoyable. Um, this is a first for me. I never, I've never done this on Ragbri. After the entertainment, I caught an Uber home. Yeah, and Uber on Ragbri. Yeah, mm-hmm. and I'm like, uh, this is unheard of. I did see a, a Lyft vehicle in Sigourney. Okay, somebody was enterprising and thought ahead there, but uh, Uber, yeah. yeah. Yeah, that was fun. I also noticed Uber's full of like people people with their arms sticking out the win- window with wristbands on, the ragbri wristband. Uh-huh. I was like, now that's special. Yeah, that is cool. Yeah. Very yeah. cool. So, yeah, I just, uh, boy, looking at that week. So we get to Friday, Iowa City, you know, another perfect weather night, right? Uh, one of the best arches I've ever seen in my entire life. Uh, really cool. I, and I heard it was the brainchild of Monica from, from oh, the nice. office. And nice. she came up with the idea of like stacks of books and ride mm-hmm. under them and, and big old herky. Um, uh-huh. So it just looked, I mean, how many people lined up in front of that arch with the Capitol right behind yep. them? I mean, that was uh, the picture to have. Mm-hmm. So uh, Iowa City again, There, you know, all of a sudden you got, wow, there's like six, seven great towns in a row. Yeah. Yeah. Last day, Davenport. People are like, oh, it's kind of a long, you know, but I don't know what I'd rather ride, a short 70 or a hilly 45 Yeah. on the last day. I, Timing-wise, I don't know, Mark, you were, you did both of them. Yeah, you know, it was long, but, you know, Jennifer and I have a little different philosophy. We don't have any place to be on the last day where a lot of people are, like, hustling. Yeah. They need mm-hmm. to get to their bus or their charter because they put rules on when you got to be there. Um, so we we got to enjoy ourselves a little bit more. Um, we took off at seven, uh, with the throngs and it was, it was a really fun way out of town. Um, you know, with that many people leaving town at the same time, it was just kind of this rush of, of air. It was like one big, yeah. huge, I don't want to say pace line cause that wasn't it, but yeah. you just, everybody got a kind of a draft and a push. So we yeah. were flying out of town. Yeah. We went to West Liberty, home of Tender oh, Tom, and job. had the whole family out there. I saw Brian throughout the week and multiple generations of, of Tender Tom's folks. And, you know, Leroy loved Ragbri and passed away this last year. I mean, one of the icons of, of, mm-hmm. of Ragbri. So we dedicated that day to, to Leroy Crook. Um, so West Liberty was a good one right off the bat. And mm-hmm. we had, you know, just a couple other towns like Adalissa. Um, fire station, a nice little pancake breakfast, uh, slid over to towns like Moscow and, and Wilton, some traditional, I did go in the candy kitchen. Ooh, lucky. Um, mm-hmm. I will say this, they have four rag arrows 
that the first time we went to Wilton, oh, I nice. think it was like Greeny and, and, and maybe Offenberger signed the arrow. And then the next time I went in there and I signed the arrow, I think it was like with Wes Hall back then. And then, um, the last two times, uh, you know, signed the arrow and then Scott and the entire crew signed, signed the arrow. But they're, I mean, we are right there sandwiched in between like Gregory Peck and George W. Bush. I mean, it's like of, of people that have visited the candy kitchen. I'm like, that's some, that's some pretty good company here. And, um, but it was just like, Rag Rag was really cool for those folks. Yeah. And uh, Thelma, um, who used to work there, she's in, a, she's in a home now. And her husband passed away, George, uh, a few years ago. But they loved Rag Rag. And yeah. that was, you know, they, they would get you on the phone and, and welcome you back to, to town all the time. But uh, Chris Ball is the city manager over there and um, a good good Rag Briar. Um, but, but Wilton, I thought, was a really good town. So... And I don't know if you got to visit the New Era Church. I heard that the little bluegrass band out there playing at the church. You know, we rode past it. There was about six state troopers sitting outside of it. Okay. Um, I, I didn't think the worst. I thought, you know, they're just uh, pushing people along. And we had got a little behind at that moment. Oh. I think we saw you, which yeah. is a, a real sign that we're behind. But, <laughs> you know, so we were kind of making up a little bit of time and... and uh, yeah, but it looked hopping. It, it was hopping. It was hopping. So, and then we eventually, we went to Bluegrass, through the drive-through. The entire town was <laughs> under construction. And so what Bluegrass said, hey, we'll just do it at the drive-in. And that's one that of our great. favorite places. How many drive-in movies are there anymore? And so they just said, you know what? We've, we've got popcorn. We got, we've got, we'll do some barbecue out here. They actually brought gravel and it made an extra road so people can wow. get out and so people are like oh why would why would we do that but you know there's reasons sometimes of why we can't go through a town or or so why we got rerouted so i thought bluegrass was a great great and, little stop and you know you you tell about going back that drive-in theater is something i want to go back to yeah oh you yeah know, that's that put them on the map for yeah. me you know, there's only a couple of those left. I love going to, to drive-in movies during the summertime. Oh, and I, yeah, I, I was just back. thinking Danny and Sandy had, at the drive-in, like so. Uh, <laughs> you know, summer loving. So, yeah. So yeah, drive-ins are cool. Drive-ins say summer. I don't know, but For it sure. is. So then we get to Davenport. The tire dip, the grand finale of of Ragbri, of Centennial Park, and then Leclerc Park, and then Street Party. But lots of smiles. You know, what an yeah. accomplishment for everyone. I don't know. Did you dip this year, Mark? Or? Uh, we took our photo along the river. There. River photo? I mean, there was a long line for dipping, which is fine. Yeah. In, in fact, once we took our photo, somebody said, oh, there's a secondary dip site yeah. just right down there. And we could have done that. But, um, you know, just having the photo op is yeah. worth it. It was good. So I don't know if you dipped every year you rode AP. Oh, or, I sure did. Yep. yep. <laughs> it's important yep. to get that dip in. Family so. requirement. Exactly, yeah. yeah. Yep. It's the Christmas no, card. It's actually the challenge. You have to dip and then try to get to the early bus oh. when the bus leaves to go home. So it's like a, you know, and I have yeah. little brothers, so it was definitely a competition. Yeah, yeah. very cool. We uh, we had a van dropped in, the, in town. Uh, father-in-law drove over that morning, left the van for us. But it was... Over at the Vanderveer Conservancy, which is at the top of Brady Street Hill. So after that, so many 70 some miles that we did to get there, we got to go another four or five miles up the uh -huh. hill. I think everything. You're not done yet. Yeah. Everything's uphill in Davenport. Yeah. Well, There's sure. no downhill in that yeah. town. Yeah. Very cool. But and 
Yeah, I thought it was actually really cool. After you dip your tires, there was the opportunity to bike through their baseball stadium. Yeah, yeah, that, that was, was really neat. Oh, the intern and I walked through it. Yeah, but it, I mean, it was a subst- good substitute. Yeah, yeah. and okay. had the Ferris wheel going and mm-hmm. different things like yeah. that. So yeah. lots, lots of fun going on. It was, and the Bix runners were kind of still milling around. Mm-hmm. So lots of activity going on yeah. in Davenport. So four hundred twenty-eight miles, give or take. You know, we start out and say, hey, it's going to be 428, somewhere around there. Give or take a few miles here and there. No one's ever going to have it exactly. So, uh, but all in all, I just thought one of the one of the top racket prices I've, I've ever been associated with. Mm-hmm. And I don't, I don't know if you guys all felt the same way, but um, if we can do that again, I'd be very happy. Yeah, that sounds good. And you know, the only thing that I'm worried about is that it seems like every year for the past five years, I've been saying that was the best rag ever. And this truly was. I, mean, I could give you a half dozen reasons why this one was better than any other one that I've been on. And uh, the challenge is topping it. You know, yeah. what do we do next? And I guess we should probably do another one. What yeah, the heck? what the heck? Yeah, at least a couple yeah, more. We'll getting this close to 50, you might as well think about Is it. it. Are we getting that close? Shh, don't tell anybody. <laughs> this will be 47 coming up. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Starting to get, yeah. It's a Roman We're running, numeral challenge. We've got a lot of Roman numerals yeah. on that number all yeah. of a sudden. So, um, yeah, we might as well do it again. So, we'll announce next year's route at the... Iowa Bike Expo and Rag Ride Rat Announcement Party. January 26th. 26th. Proceeds go to the Iowa Bike Coalition. Huge fundraiser for them. Mm -hmm. Um, Lots of great things going on. The Iowa Bike Summit. That will be right here in Des Moines. And we will have a a good time over at the Iowa Event Center in Des Moines. And lots of fun. I mean, um, people from all over the country come to that that route party so mm-hmm. we'll try to put together a good route in the off season if you will the off rag bright season not off biking <laughs> season uh, because you can bike year-round but uh we'll come back with it with a new one we've already turned over our countdown clock yep. it was at 353 as of this morning yep. and next thing you know we'll yeah. we'll be there good. so so okay well hey thanks for for tuning in um any any last words mark to leave us with I don't think so. I mean, we had a couple. We had a couple little phrases that we had, and I thought this one was probably the best. I shared this with Nelly, and he said he's going to st- steal it. Nelson Vales, who's really kind of a little rag brace celebrity now, uh, let the miles come to you. Don't chase the miles down. Let them, let them come to you. That's a good one. I like yeah, that. That's a good one. Yeah. Well, since Murph's not here, I feel like I should be the one to say, "Think about it." Think about it. Yeah. Think about it. Yeah, that's. Ah, it was it was just a great week. I words can't describe, you know. And you, if you hear the stories, you look at the photos, you look at the videos, you look at drones, whatever. Nothing compares to you doing it right on a bicycle. Mm-hmm. Right. So, yes, think about it. All right, well, let's talk about who makes this thing possible. Who does? We've got a couple great sponsors. Uh, Primalware out of Denver, Colorado. A uh, huge presence during this year's RAGPRI. And if you're looking to ride next year and you want a pair of custom jerseys or shorts or gloves or anything that's going to make your ride even sweeter. Custom fanny pack? Yeah, they could probably talk they about it. They could probably do that. They could probably talk about it. Uh, visit Primalware and figure out what you need, uh, and they'll get you taken care of. Uh, bikes to you. Um, 
Craig and April Cooper make one of the greatest charters that you can get on Ragbri. And they got a great bike shop with a huge women's clothing selection uh, over in Grinnell, Iowa. So visit bikes to you. And then finally, Iowa City Coralville and its curious surrounding communities, think Iowa City, who did an outstanding job. But don't forget, they have Jingle Cross coming up in yep, September. Wait. It's going to be an outstanding ride. Uh, so uh, make sure that you mark that on your calendar, get your tickets now, and see the World Cup of Cyclocross right there in Iowa City. Lots of fun ahead. Lots of fun. So thanks to those sponsors. We couldn't do it without them. Um, you know, this podcast each and every week is brought to you by uh, all three of those sponsors. And we we really enjoy doing this podcast. Um, I got to be a guest, um, you know, on other podcasts throughout the year. But this one, we talk about the fun side of cycling. And, you know, if we're not going to have fun we're not going to do it and i think a great great philosopher once said that those words so uh for that philosopher it is greenie's birthday coming up august 2 so big shout out to mr green down there retired sun valley lake greenie we love you and uh like you like you always say we're not gonna have fun let's not do it and those tailwinds were definitely at their back this week so we'll see you next time Thanks again for listening. Let us know what you think of the show by leaving a rating and a review. They really help us out a lot and help others find the show. For more information, check out justgobike.net. The show's theme song was written, produced, and performed by Ryan Steer.